Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Freedom Entrepreneur Podcast, the ultimate destination for all you freedom seekers out there who are yearning to break free from the chains of a traditional job and create an online business that allows you to live life on your terms. Get ready to unlock the secrets of online business, digital marketing, and be inspired by incredible interviews with those who are already living the dream. And now, please join us in welcoming your host, Lindsay Sutherland, a high-performance business consultant and a true advocate of the laptop lifestyle. Hey there, freedom seekers. Welcome back to another Monday Mindset episode. I'm so excited to have you here with me. I want to talk about something very, it could be, I guess, considered controversial. You know, a lot of times when we're solopreneurs and we're building a business online or from home, it is easy to incorporate our spouse. And for for a lot of good reasons, sometimes there's investment capital that needs to be allocated or just general funds that are group funds that gets put into the business. There's time commitments that need to be discussed that can affect the family. There's so many different things that can ultimately affect the family as well as as just general safety and security. You know, sometimes our spouse is also our friend, right? I hope. <laughs> and so it's easy to want to try to talk to them and, and work out details and let them know what's going on, albeit good, bad, or indifferent, right? And there comes a time where I'm not sure it's necessary or actually wise, depending on the situation, to rely on our spouses. I'm not saying not to talk to them about our business, but I'm saying relying on them for approval, relying on them for permission. And the reason I say that is because in some cases, our spouses may, well, two things. I mean, in one case, they may not be entrepreneurial. They might be more, there's a different mindset that goes into running a business and being an entrepreneur versus being a W-2 employee. You know, we've talked about making that change and some of the things that it, it, it requires to run a business from home. There's more risk involved. That's just part of it, you know? And so one of the biggest things is, you know, things might seem risky or feel uncertain and it can be scary. And a lot of times our spouses might talk us out of good ideas. Not every case, obviously I'm making general statements here. So please take it with a grain of salt. If you have an amazingly supportive spouse and you know, that's awesome. But even then I think having a supportive spouse doesn't always mean that when things go south, it doesn't create conflict. I mean, that's just the reality of it. And even if your spouse is entrepreneurial, sometimes they just don't know your business model. So I want to give you two examples today and kind of talk through this because, um, like I said, <laughs> this could be a controversial topic for some people because, you know, we want to think of our spouse as our partner, but unless they're a partner in our business, I don't know that there it's like dividing church and state i think there needs to be at least a guideline that says ultimately you the business owner are the decision maker 
Does that mean you won't take their uh, advice into consideration or whatever? Yes, of course, you know, maybe maybe for big decisions or things that could impact the, the, the financial situation of the whole household. But once you get clicking along in your business, I don't know that it makes sense. In fact, I think in, in a lot of ways it can hold you back. So I'm, I'm speaking actually, this is something that's come up, not just in my own life, but I see this happen with a lot of other solopreneurs and in a lot of cases, more with women than with men. Men are pretty confident. They make decisions. And a lot of times in a relationship, women are very comfortable letting men make the decisions and having that free reign, you could say, to just get the job done. However, you know, for some reason, more ladies, I think we start to second guess ourselves. We start to, you know, think, oh, I should get his input on that. You know, we're very dynamic thinkers. We're very emotional decision makers. And sometimes we want to talk through these things and who better to do that with than our spouse. I just think that at some point it comes down to either get your mentorship from somebody who is in business and successful the way you want to be like get your guidance from somebody who's done what you're trying to do now if that is your spouse super awesome you know that's different but in most cases that's not the case and a lot of times we're trying to leave a w-2 we're trying to start a job and our spouse is carrying the the weight of that risk because they're working and so we're motivated to bring them home right um there is a lot riding on it. There's a lot of, of, I guess you could say energetic ties there, but speaking of this from a mindset episode perspective, it doesn't do our mindset a good deed if we can't make a decision because we feel handcuffed by our partner. And so I want to share with you, like I said, a couple examples. One is my story. I know a lot of you've heard my story, but I was a primary income earner in our family. And my husband has been an entrepreneur, real estate investor. So it would seem like he would be a great partner in this, like to talk to, to help get feedback. He's been a manager. He's run companies. He's owned companies. It's, this is why I think it's interesting because at the end of the day, the way he does things isn't the same as the way I do things. And also, he doesn't understand my business model. He doesn't understand my customers and my mission and what I'm about. He would do this same business totally differently. And so although that can be great to get his feedback and opinions, I have found that in general, it's not great. And early on when I felt like I had to get his permission before moving forward with things, I felt really, I struggled. I struggled because I'm an action taker. He's a thinker. He wants to think about things and think through it and think through it. And I'm like, I learn by doing, I need to be taking action. So see, it just didn't make sense for me to do it his way, I guess is what you could say. And ultimately, it created conflict that more conflict, I think, than if I would have just moved forward. And, you know, I do agree that setting some healthy boundaries in the relationship, like, you know, we made it clear we're not going to leverage my my house to fund my business. Right. Like we we set boundaries as far as, you know, what was approved 
between the two of us. But on the day to day, I make the decisions. And do I talk to him about it? Yeah. But you know what it's like? It's more like when I worked at a job and I would just come home and kind of tell him about my day. It's very much more like that versus that feeling of I can't make a decision without talking to him. It's really important. You know, um, I get to share with you a true story from one account from one of my clients who she gave me permission to share this because we both understand the impact of, you know, being vulnerable and sharing these types of things and how this is something that a lot of people go through. And that's why I'm bringing it up on the podcast because um, she's run a business for 12 years. It's an e-commerce business, by the way. I'm going to give her a plug here because it's a great business. It's called Dapper and Darling. You can find her website at dapperdarling.com. She makes custom silhouette portraits and jewelry of children and pets. and It's just an adorable brand. I love it. And after 12 years in business, you know, things weren't, her business was hitting a plateau. It wasn't growing the way she wanted it to. She made some choices and ultimately at first she was certain that they only were going to impact her business, but in the end it also impacted her family and her husband was very unhappy with her. He asked her to give up the business and he was coming from a place. I mean, I know he was coming from a place of kindness. Like he, he wanted what was best for their family. Right. But he was at telling her that, you know, either figure this out or give it up. And my goodness, can you imagine, first of all, being an entrepreneur, committing 12 years of your life to building a business and walking away from it? That is a hard pill to swallow. And what's more is it's not like the business was totally under. It was like, it's got tons of potential. So it's it just didn't make sense. It would be more cost effective to buckle down and get the business productive in a new way than to give it up and start over. I mean, we all know what it's like starting a business from scratch or going back to a W-2 after you haven't been in a W-2 for so long. And here her girls are, oh, you know, she's she loves the flexibility of being home with the family when she can and working at night after they're in bed. I mean, just all the good things that come with being an entrepreneur, she's got it dialed in, right? And I'm her consultant. And so I told her that I'm not going to obviously tell her what to do, but I definitely said, you have to follow your heart. And that's really the message here. There comes a time where the advice from our spouse can feel very, um, hmm, pressury for lack of a better word. And she did feel very pressured, very pressured to produce I mean, he was giving an unrealistic time frame too. He was like within 30 days or 60 days. That was just not going to happen. There's no way to take a business and, you know, double the profits in 30 days, like magically overnight, you know, <laughs> especially consistently might be a one-off, but to really put in the processes and figure in out the marketing and dial everything in, it just doesn't happen like that. So, um, I told her, I said, it's, it's unrealistic. And he doesn't understand it because he's never ran a company. So I said, you're going to have to dig in and feel, feel into like, where do you want to go? Do you want to give it up or do you want to stay with it? That's a decision that you can make. I'm not, I'm not here to tell you what to do with your business, but I will point out that it is going to be more financially struggle on your family 
to give it up and start over and to give it up and go get a job. Maybe, you know, like there's just so many unknowns that it sounded easy enough to say, we'll give it up and go get a job. You'll be, it'd be better off. It sounds easy, but it's not necessarily. And, and then what about like six or eight months after that, when the job isn't panning out and it's like, I shouldn't have given up my business. And now knowing that you did it because of, because of the pressure from the spouse rather than because it's what you wanted to do. And that's where I'm coming from today. Like the message here is to do follow your heart and do what your instincts are telling you. And yes, does it make sense to get counsel from a third person, third party person? Absolutely. And if, if you need a business consultant or a coach or a mentor, um, maybe you read literature, you look online. It doesn't matter if you want to get your influence from another source, but at the end of the day, we make the decisions. We know what we're capable of. We know what our instincts are telling us. And to me, our instincts are a hundred percent the path to, to go like the hundred percent to follow. That's scary in a lot of cases because, you know, we want to feel confident that our instincts are going to be the magic solution. And sometimes the instincts lead us down a path that we have to pivot again later. And it's, it's frustrating. It can feel frustrating, but the reason that happens is because we had a growth opportunity there. Something good came out of that. And ultimately we are our decision maker. We have to be the person to make that final decision because when we rely on other people to influence our decision, ultimately it leaves us feeling, um, resentful. And the last thing you want is to resent your spouse because you made a decision, you compromised on a decision that was your truth because of their influence. And so that's really the heart of the message today. You know, just as a business owner, it's a scary thing to think about it. I was listening yesterday. There's a podcast called We Study Billionaires, and they were talking about Elon Musk. And I'm not like a massive Elon Musk fan, but I find people interesting that run billion dollar companies. And one of the things that they were talking about was how he made strategic partnerships throughout his career out of, out of building his business. And then there were times that he just straight up dropped people at the risk of burning a bridge. And the ultimate reason was because he knew his mission and he was always committed to the mission. I think that's really important here. When we are building a brand, we need to know what our mission is and be committed to that. That will help guide us in our decision-making process. And if you don't know your mission or you're unclear about your, where you're going, you know, that's where doing some deep inner work is helpful. You know, that's hence why we do these mindset episodes. Um, I invite you to reach out to me. I'd be happy to jump on a call and help you talk through and get some clarity. Um, that is truly one of the things that I feel like is my gift is helping people hear the truth that's coming out of them and find it within themselves. So you can always connect with me. Uh, best place really is my email. It's lindsay at lindsaysutherland.com. That's really the best place. But also on my website, lindsaysutherland.com has a contact form page as well. So um, 
all that to say, really, the heart of the message today is there's times where as business owners, it's scary and we have to make decisions. Sometimes we make decisions that rub our spouses the wrong way, like make them not comfortable with the choices we're making. But when we have the conviction within us and we know that that is what's best, it is irresponsible not to follow that. You know, if your if your business is about a mission and you have a clear direction and a clear path to go, it's irresponsible not to follow that. It's irresponsible to your business. What's really interesting too is if you think about it like this, let's say you do walk that path and you do follow your heart and you do end up um, following your guidance despite what other people think and it works out. They're going to be happy. They're going to be supportive. On the flip side, and we don't think about that. We only think, well, what if it goes wrong, right? Then they're going to be disappointed. But at the end of the day, you know, they're going to be happy and they're going to support us more. And they're going to say, you know what? You were right. I should have trusted you. So that's it for today's episode. I appreciate you tuning in as always. Until next time. Bye for now. Until next time, stay motivated, stay focused, and remember that the power to create the life that you want is already within you. I'm Lindsay Sutherland, and I'll catch you on the next episode of the Freedom Entrepreneur Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. If you enjoyed this episode of the Freedom Entrepreneur Podcast, make sure to subscribe, leave us a review, and share the podcast with your fellow freedom seekers. Together, we'll inspire and empower countless individuals to live life on their own terms.